who's being a little bit lazy and lifting the card up too high. The other guy's signaling what card he has. And then they bring them both in. He smashes the one dude's hand with a hammer and just yeah. completely destroys I, it. I love when uh, his partner, they, they're like, find the partner and get him in here. And then they bring him in and he says, okay, here's the thing. You can keep the money, but I get to hammer your hand. <laughs> like he gives him a choice. He yeah. says, you can have the money and lose your hand or you can get the fuck out of here. And I, and, and Man, I he's think just like, yeah, I want out. <laughs> what's crazy too is at the end, he even says, now it doesn't show it, I don't think, yeah. but he implies that they, that they beat them after because I'm pretty sure he says something like, just throw them in an alley and tell them, tell the cops that they were hit by a car. So you're like, oh shit. Well, yeah, that, that's that's one part where I think um, Joe Pesci takes people into an alleyway and he starts beating the shit out of them. And there's okay. a point where a camera does a giant twirl into the shot of him beating him, which okay, is just like yeah. an insane camera move. Because, uh, I mean, the camera moves, this is sort of like the coked out phase of Goodfellas yeah. for like the, the whole <laughs> runtime and for three hours. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, it's kind of insane that they pulled this off at all. And it, it it's all, incredibly it's all just supposed to reflect like the artificial, you know, allure of yeah. Vegas. And this, the like, speed, this, you know, like, that, the lifestyle there yeah. itself. Yeah. It's just th- nonstop, you know, 24 seven, that, that city doesn't let up and, and the well, movie and, never lets you. And I love that shot very early on where it shows you Vegas at night. Yeah. Um, and it's a wide shot and you can just see this circle of lights and then surrounding it, it's just like pure darkness. void darkness. And he's yeah. telling you there is a desert on the other side. And he's telling you that in that desert, there are holes. And in, yeah. there's, in those holes are the people who did not succeed here. <laughs> yeah. And I love it. He says something like too, he's like, uh, it's like w- w- the desert is where our problems are kept or something like yes. that. You're like, oh my God. And I love too, and the, just that image, that idea of just like this bright city surrounded on all sides by this by desert, dark, just filled with corpses yeah, that yeah. you know are there. And it and it gives you that sense of like because it's like pure black. Yeah, you know, it gives you that sense of just the the unknown in a sense. It's yeah. like once you're out in that desert, there's probably not many good things that are going to happen to you. No, it's it's a complete <laughs> black hole. You know. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, it's a that's a great visual. I love that shot. Yeah, so it introduces you to that, and what's so awesome is we never get a shot of the desert again. And I, I even marked it in my notes. Mm-hmm. Two thirds of the way into the film, it's only in the last third that the desert comes back. They make and I you're right. He, he and he's got to do that on purpose. Try to basically like setting you up. Like when you see that desert, you know something is happening well, because just, the only reason it's such you're a out stark there, visual difference because if you think yeah. about it the rest of the film is in these restaurants and it doesn't matter if it's day or night it's bright as fuck like you can't right. tell the difference almost between right. a day or a and night and then to have nothing man made it's just like just just nothingness it's in just a mountains desert. it looks like a western and right. again one thing to really point out about this too that's different from both irishman and goodfellas is this is shot on widescreen super 35 millimeter okay um which is super widescreen so he wants you to take up more of the images than he ever has okay, because yeah. he really expands how much of the camera that they're using. And he did that by using um, Robert Richardson, who we will know is Oliver Stone cinematographer and also Tarantino cinematographer. Mm-hmm. So he's only worked with him, I want to say, two or three times. And this was yeah. one. This is the first time he ever worked with them. So um, he has like this very overexposed lighting look and these widescreen images that just fill the screen with so much more, which makes a huge difference when you get these, you know, shots moving through the casino. Then you get one wide, huge shot of like De Niro looking like a cowboy hanging out at the desert waiting yeah. for Joe Pesci to meet up with him. Yeah. Where and you know that they're going to yell at you. And glasses. <laughs> like the suit and glasses in the desert is such a, By the way, such an image. De Niro wears... Um, 
apparently 80 different suits in this movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's of awesome. all kinds of different pastel and motherfucking creamsicle looking colors. <laughs> uh, when you mentioned that it took, it's like two hours before they show the desert again. Is it the scene with uh, Pesci and, and him De Niro talking? Other. Yes. Right. And that, that's, that's what was, was interesting. Cause they'd set the desert up as just like this. This is where you go to, to die basically, yeah. or to kill somebody. Right. And so to have that moment where it's, where it's Pesci and De Niro talking in this location where I'm like, there's a you know there's there's meaning to that because they could have went into his office yep. and had a conversation. No, that's how you know but that like it's, the stage that they've yep. reached is like critical. Exactly, and I I thought that that was just that was just great to have these two larger than life personalities in the middle of fucking nothing, just going at it uh, and trying to figure each other out. That yep. was it was very effective, very good. Oh yeah, and I I I like that. Again, it's the reason that that stands out is just because of how much of this really is just the interiors of casinos, like the entire time. Yeah, like even or even in, even in his house, his house is just so like it's so well, it's overdone. Like this yeah. is so excessive. It looks like a, a casino inside. Like, you like know? that's it's... the main difference between this and Goodfellas is that, um, especially because Goodfellas, it's part of the like the whole point is that you know, those guys are getting into like their version of what excess looks like, yeah. which is just getting a restaurant, getting a girl, going out every night, um, you know, getting high on drugs. Yeah. This version of excess is just like a much bigger version and also one that is very heavily corporatized and legitimate. Yep. And they use legitimate a lot, which is a really important word because again, especially De Niro's character, because he's trying to convince himself so much that he's not in his old town anymore. He's, he's a legitimate businessman, right? You know, he's not like Tommy or Nikki. Rather. Well, he has this awesome line where he says back home, they would have put me in jail for what I was doing, but here they're giving me awards. Right. Exactly. Um, and, and I also love that, that Scorsese uh, chooses to constantly go back to his old, life like yeah. or at least the the mob bosses that are yeah. still working within new, new york and it, it's just it's so cool that he constantly goes back to show that they're always still connected regardless of the fact that he thinks he's kind of